0: Welcome to Professional Idiots, a podcast combining our need for work and our want for entertainment. I'm your frozen host, Chris Flynn, joined by my co-host Aaron Simon. I assume Brad is stuck in a snowbank, which is why he's not with us right now. How you doing, Aaron? Uh, you know, I'm alive. I I mean, I'm barely barely alive. alive. It's like Hoth out there right now.
1: So does that mean that you get, like, tauntons everywhere? And there's just carved out tauntauns. <laughs> just lettering the streets of Chicago. Now, what's the wampa situation like there? That's, that's what I'm
0: really concerned about. They're, they're scattered.
1: They're scattered wampas, so they're not mm-hmm. that much of a threat? No. Okay, well that's good, because you don't, I mean, you know, you go to work, the last thing you want to deal with on your commute is a wampa.
0: No, you know the routes.
1: Yeah, alright, so they, they mainly keep to their, uh their patrols, the patrol routes, and all that mm-hmm. okay. yeah, well, that's good, you know there's some predictive predictive <laughs> there, and that's always a good thing.
0: Routine is key, my friend
1: routine is key people undervalue the value of routine
0: mm-hmm
1: and uh yeah we we got we got us some snow up here in in the
0: portlands. Did, did people just absolutely lose their mind? They
1: did. Uh, everyone forgot how to drive, and then seemingly en masse, everyone who drove drives like a Kia and that kind of car decided that they would very easily be able to drive up an icy hill. And uh, so Wednesday night, you had a bunch of cars abandoned <laughs> across the city.
0: Oh that's great. Because
1: the city does not salt the roads or anything. Well, it just means like
0: that. those cars are now uh they're they're fair game, right? You can call dibs on those.
1: Well, you know, I, the problem is they get looted pretty quick. Do they? Um, yeah, you know. Well, I mean, you need the glass and steel in order to build your fortress. Mhm. Yeah, because I mean, that's what Fallout 4 has taught us.
0: Is uh, video games.
1: Yes, everything can be, can be disassembled. Mm
0: hmm. Yeah. So, what are we on talking here? about? No, I mean, not no, much, good. really. No, uh, I, I missed out on Star Wars this week as we were yeah. recording a week early due to the the holiday season. Which I don't understand.
1: I mean, Hanukkah's not that big of a deal. You didn't have to cancel next week.
0: Yeah. well. I'll be I mean, out of
1: the state, so. I, I appreciate it, but, I mean, I, and I didn't even know you guys celebrated Hanukkah, so I'm just, I, I'm, I'm surprised.
0: Yeah, shalom.
1: <laughs> That's the one Hebrew word fled knows. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know,
1: just working aside from that, all of the meetings are starting to get canceled. No good. In, well, we've, I say that, but I've got a meeting tomorrow, and there is exactly one agenda item, so I'm sure it's going to be a 15-minute meeting.
0: That's how those work, right? Even if they have one agenda item, they actually get to be 15 minutes?
1: Uh, maybe. We'll see. Oh, no, good. This might wind up. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, I I think every time I say that, it's usually like a meeting from hell that lasts two hours.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So... Yeah. I might have just doomed myself. Ah, Doom.
0: Good for you. Doom. So yeah. Uh this week on, on the list we're gonna do one one more sad story for the year and then uh we'll we'll wrap up and and talk about the things that we we really enjoyed. So, uh, yeah, you know,
1: I think that's a good idea. Um not psyched about sad things, but
0: I mean, if we're gonna talk about professional adulting things, I feel like that's just Kind of do. Why would you say that word? What adulting?
1: Yeah, I hate that word so much. Good. It's internet lingo, man. It should not. Like you could keep it on the internet. That's fine. But why? Why? Why do? Why do that in in vocal? Why do that in vocal?
0: Well. Because now I know it irritates you, so you just about everything irritates me, man. You don't have to like go hunting for this stuff. It it just makes it that much more enjoyable, Aaron. Just it's maybe, what I live for. You have an infinite
1: variety, and it's nice to be able to pull out something like it, you, your rotation expands a little bit.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: Okay. Keeps yeah. everything fresh. It yeah. Keeps no. It it's fresh. it's like having a strong bullpen. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No. I I get it.
0: I I understand. So, have you heard of this story yet, Aaron? Uh, well, what story, Flynn? Uh, about the Minnesota Gopher football team?
1: No, how about you define it for both me and the
0: listeners? Well, I will do that. That's why I was asking to see if you had heard of it first. Well,
1: I mean, you could have just introduced the thing. Well. Listeners, anyway.
0: we, we're not angry at you.
1: Flynn just <laughs> fucked up. You are, You. this is not you. This is not your problem.
0: All right, whatever. So, <laughs> This fall, there was an incident on the Minnesota campus that 10 players were involved in a sexual abuse investigation, uh, that alcohol was involved, and a girl had sex with any number of players of these 10 players. Uh, a criminal investigation turned up no wrongdoing, but uh, the university uh, still suspended them pending in, you know, their own internal investigation which the football team then uh after meeting with the university many of the players then have decided to boycott football activities that it was because it was consensual and there were no criminal charges filed and that the school was not acting in a way that they liked well uh, go fuck yourselves
1: they're yeah. doing. This is a university actually trying to do due diligence, and the football program is going to throw a hissy fit. Is that basically what's going on? That's what that's what I'm saying is going on.
0: It's that there's a secondary investigation. It's that no, the, the police con- conducted theirs and that the university doesn't need to meet the same standards for any sort of punishment or case that – Uh, that the police do is their argument. I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm just.
1: The university has their right to perform this investigation, is my assumption. Yeah. And, I mean, you can make, you can go about it and say that this is them trying to maybe make a PR move or counter a problem that's not there or whatever. I'm sure their rhetoric is, but they're trying to just. Make sure that everything is up to their standards, and let's let's just assume that uh, the the police did their job right, and they still, they came up with no wrongdoing and all that. But the university might have their own set of like ethical standards that they want their students to be a part of, or uh, reflect the values of the institution, or whatever else you would like to phrase it. So. Uh, why wouldn't they do this kind of investigation and make sure of that? I mean, you're going to a university and you need to act in a way that, especially if you are in a football or major sport uh, position like that, then you're basically the public face for a lot of people.
0: But and, but that's where you're wrong, Aaron. Um, am i please educate me i I will um no I, i mean i agree with what you're saying but that in reality these are the same kids that have been told year in and year out from the time they were probably four years old that they are you know a gift to the world and that their football abilities are amazing and they you know they can do no wrong so when they said that no ish, nothing was wrong here. It was all consensual. It should have been taken as the gospel truth that nothing went down. And then the second the univer or the police cleared them, that was, you know, wipe your hands. We're done with this situation. Let's move on. But I, I agree with you that I think the universities need to hold students to a higher standard and it's not the normal case, which I think is why it's kind of slapping them in the face a little bit. Which, it should.
1: Well, I mean, this this stuff happens any time a university tries to crack down on a football team, or a frat, or whatever else. Like, Tennessee had this a few times while I was there, where there would be a brutal bout of hazing on some, some schlubby kid who was uh, rushing a frat, and uh, someone would get injured, and the university would try to step in, and Put punitive man, uh, measures against the fraternity, and then they mm-hmm. would lose their shit.
0: Oh yeah, and uh, and the nationals all get involved, yep. or and uh, everybody else gets involved, and it's the way it's always been. Boys will be
1: boys. Yeah, which, yeah, which is not really the case when you're shoving a hose up someone's ass,
0: or having a ten-person
1: gangbang, or or that. Yeah, that that too. But um yeah, I've got a pretty low opinion of the defendants and stuff like this because
0: they're—I uh, don't know it. Um, the stats um, on, on it are so disheartening. It's like I, I don't remember specifically, but it's in like the eighty or ninety percentile of the amount of defendant or the. As- males, assaulters, assault what, however you want to phrase it—that no charges are pressed, that nothing yeah. happens, or it's minimal to punitive. Punisher.
1: Yeah, uh, it's a problem. And so that is why, under the Simon administration, uh, anytime something like this happens, all those involved, no matter, no matter, you know. Innocence no or matter guilt, how kinky it is, no matter how kinky it is, no matter innocence or guilt, <laughs> everyone will be uh, made uh, sterile and then forced to basically become the village idiot. Good. Yeah. Good. Um, with, you know, my my critics might call me a hardliner or brutally psychotic, but, well, I, I mean, I would just like to to point out to my critics that I have a long memory, and uh, there's no shortage of sterilization procedures.
0: I mean, I think that you kind of, while well, making a, a clear joke, kind of hit the nail on the head is that people in universities and teams have such a short memory well, I think people
1: in general have a short memory of just about anything like gun violence. Let's let's take a look at gun violence. We're, let's not. Let's you, well, not. I mean, no, to illustrate the short memory thing, you know, you'll have a mass shooting and people will will think, oh, we need to do something and then there will be rhetoric and then a week passes and it's forgotten.
0: Yeah. And uh, everybody changes their Facebook pictures and yeah. then nothing changes.
1: And no one really donates to the people who need the help or anything like that. And then suddenly, your president, your soon-to-be president, supports people who said that Sandy Hook was a conspiracy and did not actually happen.
0: And that's how you end up with Kid Rock and Ted Nugent playing your inauguration. (laughs) That is
1: how you have Kid Rock and Ted Nugent.
0: Can we just take one moment and enjoy how ludicrous that is I,
1: man, I don't know if enjoy is the right word. It's like look on in horror.
0: I don't know. I take a sick twisted pleasure in the fact that literally nobody but those two buffoons so far is interested in being part of the inauguration. Yeah. <laughs> Cause they're those two are pieces of work, man.
1: Yes they are. And I remember past Aaron once, like, that, that Kid Rock song. The, was it, Ba with the Ba, or whatever
0: it was. Da-bang, da-bang, diggy-diggy. Diggy, diggy. diggy, diggy. diggy uh, said the boogie, Set up Chuck the boogie. Wow, all right, dude, you. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: win. You win. I, that's a bad thing. You should not be proud of that. <laughs> that is, by winning, you have lost. <laughs> Well done, Flynn. <laughs> I try, Aaron. Yeah. I try.
0: Yeah, I always bring my A game to professional idiots. <laughs> I'm gonna let that pass without
1: comment. So, <laughs> the, the it's um, I don't know, man. Like, I I feel like we need to have some positive topic for the adulting segment at some point. To use your parlance,
0: just to I, to, well, to counterpoint.
1: That... All of these, this this parade of depression that we've had for a while now.
0: That'll be our our New Year's resolution.
1: <laughs> our, yes, our New Year's resolution to you, our listeners, <laughs> to you, to your listeners, ma- is to
0: not make you sad. <laughs> not make you hit the bottle after the first <laughs> after
1: the first. Yes, indeed.
0: <laughs> uh.
1: but um. So yeah, I you know, they're they're scummy.
0: I'm my the hard part is you know, what what do you do with the drinking and the hookup culture that is in colleges right now because who knows, maybe she did say yes, but she was they were all so drunk that nobody was really coherent enough, but it's everything so accepted. Everything is so swipe right, rip shots.
1: I don't know. I, I think you're um, you're veering too far into the the kids these days territory there. Because I I mean you look back at undergrad, and I, I don't know what it was like at Purdue, but Tennessee was a, a giant party school.
0: I and mean, there it's was still-
1: always been that way. Like there's always been this the, the, the binge. Drinking thing because it's the it's a lot of the a lot of people's first taste of freedom. And yeah, and they don't know how to deal with it, and so they're like, And I mean, for for me, like I I blacked out a lot freshman year because I was not used to liquor that flows like rivers. Yeah. So I'm I I think you're the question of so, how do you so counteract what do you do to, this? Yeah. Uh, you tried your best to teach people to not be shitty human beings? Because you can get very drunk and not, not rape someone. That, I'm, I I have gotten very drunk many, many times and I have never raped anyone. No? I I would like to just state that on the record. Can you, can you put this in the minutes, Flynn?
0: I will put this in the minutes. Thank
1: you. Let it be noted. Uh, Yep. But you just gotta not teach your kids. You got to teach your kids to not be assholes. Yeah. And I mean, I'd say that like it's an easy thing, but I'm sure it's very difficult now because you have, your, your kid has, at minimum, a smartphone. Yeah. And uh most parents aren't going to delve deep into the architecture of your Samsung Galaxy or whatever and... Put controls on it even
0: though you, would you, you would you go into your if you had a kid would you <laughs> yes what would you put i what don't controls? know i
1: don't know what's out there but i i, I it, <sighs> well actually you know what i don't know i think i think that might not be the way to do it actually now that i'm thinking about what i'm
0: saying hey imagine that
1: uh, right I don't know, man. Like, I just think you need to set a good example for your kids, and they'll act right, and you just teach them to treat other people like human beings, and hopefully it turns out for the best. Yeah. Right? I mean, what's your answer?
0: I don't know, man. Solve the problem. Because I hate... The idea of snooping on their phone or like having any sort of software or, you know, getting the text messages or anything like that, because there, you know, there's always ways to kind of work around it. And I don't want to encourage my potential future children to work behind my back to yeah. communicate with their friends or do, you know, hook up with you know, a partner of their choice or anything like that. I want them to be able to talk to me. And once they're done being surly teenagers to have an open dialogue with me about those hard subjects. Yeah. So what do you do? I, like you said, I think you just try and raise them to be the best that you can and, and repeatedly tell them from the day they can start understanding words of, how to be a good person. So
1: here's my suggestion.
0: Is, you
1: know how, like when I was a kid, my, my parents would read me a bedtime story or something. Um, what I would recommend to uh, you and our listeners out there is, you know, you do that. You, you you take time and you be there for your kid and you you interact with them at the stages of their growth and all of that. And let's just take the, the bedtime story, for example, where you read them a bedtime story at night, and as you're, you know, you know you, you, whatever your the, the routine is, you just tack on a, a little phrase at the end of of whatever your routine is. And once you get to that point, what you say is, good night, and don't be a raper. <laughs>
0: because <laughs> that will go swimmingly with like a seven-year-old
1: yeah i think so i mean it's going to really dram it you know just drum it into their head to not be a raper good <laughs> I-, I see nothing wrong with this oh man by the way ladies i'm single if you are interested
0: Single and ready to mingle.
1: Single and ready to mingle. Just one wild and crazy
0: guy. all right <laughs> uh, you, know, you know what I have to say to that, Eric? Hey, what's that? Uh, doo-doo, 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 doo-doo,
1: doo-doo, doo-doo, no one's going to know the context of this. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's... You, You're just confusing. We've just lost half of the people listening to this.
0: Well, but it's just the
1: horns.
0: (laughs) Oh, is that what you're doing?
1: All right. Well, you know what? In that case, I think what I should do is talk to you about the dinner that I'm going to have tonight. And you know, at, at at a time like this, when it's really cold outside and you just need something hearty, you need comfort food. What I like to do is I like to get Seven is it because, boxes.
0: Is, is it because you're feeling blue, Aaron? I'm feeling
1: blue, and I need something, <laughs> a meal, a brand that reflects that. And so I, I think I need comfort food. So I go down What's to the store. What's your comfort food, Aaron? I, well, I, I'm going to tell you. And I go down to the store, and I buy seven boxes of Kraft macaroni and cheese.
0: Just seven?
1: Just seven. You know, I like to have a light dinner.
0: Live modestly,
1: or... Live modestly. And I put them in a... Uh, I've got a special special oven, Dutch oven, that I use for this. And I've... In fact, it's special made. It's got a Kraft Macaroni and Cheese logo emblazoned on the front. And I make the Kraft Macaroni and Cheese. And I, I savor it. Because it is a delicious meal. I don't think anyone who has a heart would say otherwise. Kraft Macaroni and Cheese is the thing that I look forward to the most on coming home from a long day at the office. Kraft macaroni and cheese.
0: Welcome back to Professional Idiots. After a a rousing discussion there of sad sad things uh let's let's talk about something a little bit different and kind of more on par for the second half of our our uh, segments here and let's uh, let's go through a top list not just top movies or or top music just because i feel like my year has been so busy that i haven't really done a lot of any one thing so i'm gonna cheat and just say what are your your top things of the year top entertainment things of the year You first, go. So, I'm going backwards here. So, so number four, number five, I've got one I I thought of that I didn't have on here. Number five. Yep. Uh, Beautiful Anonymous is a podcast. It's a podcast by Chris Gethard. It's not- Who is that? He is a comedian. Uh, he's been in a couple different movies lately. Uh, Don't Think Twice. Uh Sleepwalk with Me I think as well. Is that He's... like the
1: sequel to uh, Sleepless in Seattle?
0: No. You sure? No, Aaron. Yeah. No. I'm very sure. Be All more right. cultured, Aaron. I you mm. <laughs> But what I really like about it is the the whole premise is random people call in and talk to him for an hour. He can't he can't hang up. They can if, you know, they have to go or they get offended or they're tired of talking to them or whatever it is. And it, it, there are a lot of interesting, weird conversations that have happened. And so I got hooked into it after an episode of, uh, This American Life is where it was uh, featured. So it's okay. really interesting. Highly recommend checking it out. Uh, one from late to to listen to to, to see what it's all about is uh, failed army cop is the name of the episode. It's about right. a small town police officer, so highly recommended here. Yeah. So what, what's your what's your number five, Aaron?
1: Oh, I was hoping that you would keep going so I could actually
0: make my list. Um, all, all right, right. <laughs> I'll, I'll go. I'll go. Yay! Uh, number four, I had Stranger Things. Uh, it was just a, a an interesting, unique piece of TV. Um, I, I thought that it was refreshing to see a different style of storytelling. They didn't try to cram in too many things or too many episodes. You know, like with network TV or even like HBO, where they try to get ten or twelve episodes out of it. They they really hit it with you know eight, and I look forward to season two. Uh, on the music end, I then went with uh, Chance 3, otherwise known as Coloring Book, uh, just because it, it was a a great album start to finish, and it made me happy. And then uh, two we've already talked about, or the, uh, most of these we've talked about, but uh, the last two I had was Hamilton and the Cubs World Series, just because they were... Quite an experience for, for both sporting and theater. Um, I highly recommend checking out the mixtape for Hamilton or just the album in general to, to see what it's all about. And if any of you have the opportunity to go see the play live or the musical live, I, I can't recommend it enough. It is well worth the, uh, well worth the money. I mean, and who, who doesn't love a, a Cubs World Series? So, there you go. That's my, my top five.
1: I wasn't listening to
0: any of that. Uh, can you repeat those again?
1: <laughs> 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 so, yeah. <laughs> nah, like, i like, I think, uh, I like that Ch- the Chance album, but I don't think that's anywhere near my top five. Okay. Uh, but that might just be because we have some pretty different tastes in music.
0: One of the things I really liked about it was the background to it of he's not on a label, that he's doing everything on his own, that it's not an overproduced, it's not a commercial yeah. album. It is all about him making music that means something to him. That, and I, that's I respect that.
1: I, yeah, I respect that too. But I mean, I can respect that and not want to go listen to the album again.
0: Well, you should.
1: Yeah, it's, yeah, it's fine. That's fine. And uh as for the Cubs, yeah, you guys can go fuck yourselves. Until the Astros get the
0: world I, series. They're I, never gonna I can't I can't hear you from all the way back there,
1: Aaron. I hate you so much. Well we've I I don't know if you if you saw, but I think uh it's looking like Carlos Beltron is gonna be back with the Astros. Oh
0: boy, nothing like
1: engaging <laughs> Carlos Beltran. Right, it's really gonna push us over the top.
0: <laughs> we've got I mean, this in the bag. He's only 39 years old.
1: Yeah, he's going to he's going to bring some young fresh talent to the team. Mm-hmm. And I think that acquisition is probably the best move that they've made this offseason. And uh very proud of of the Astros for that and um, Okay, mine. My turn. So, number 5, for me, I'm going to make a prediction on this one. And uh and thus break the rules because that's what I am. I'm a maverick, Flynn. You you set these rules and I go, I don't think I want to follow those. I want to on my own. Exactly. You know, I'm gonna make this podcast great again. So
0: now you got f- a long way to go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> number five for me is Michael Shabon's new novel, Moon Glow. I know nothing about it. Um I've got a copy of it. And uh, the only thing I know is Michael Chabon is a great writer who I really, really like, and I don't think I've disliked anything he's written. And uh, this one has been getting some good press, so I'm excited for that one. And since it came out this year, it counts. Good enough. Number four, I agree with you with Stranger Things. That was a pretty fun little, fun dealie bob that uh, was a joy to watch and yeah it was a it was a really good kind of encapsulation of what makes uh what the, kind of the promise of what netflix can do for a quick one-off series that doesn't mm-hmm. need to drag on interminably um of you walking dead it, oh man i can't believe you're still watching
0: that nope i'm not we'll get to that in okay. a minute. we'll get to that right. in a minute Carry okay on.
1: all right uh, number three for me is, a movie that came out called The Witch. Uh, it, it had a really odd release date. It was back in February. And I say it's odd because it was a, it was a... Uh, it was like a family horror kind of thing about this Puritan family that gets, uh, exiled from their community in, in New England. And, uh... They have the misfortune of deciding that they are gonna build a settlement next to a witch's den. And things do not go well for them. Hmm. And Never would have guessed. Yeah. It's a, it's a really, really good movie. Um, it makes use of period specific, like court documents about witch trials, uses, hmm. uh, period specific dialogue, so you know, it's 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 that dialect. And uh the the shooting of it, like the cinematography, is really good and it was a that was a fun horror movie and I never never say that. I'm not a big horror fan. Well, good to know. Yeah, recommend it. I'm I'm sure it's gonna pop up on Amazon or something soon. Uh number two is Aylstorm in concert. Which is my music pick of the year. Uh, I don't think they're ever going to come out with a new album, but it was a lot of fun. Um, they are a pirate metal band that has songs about hunting giant squids, uh, having your arms chopped off and replaced with wooden appendages, and drinking. And it was a it was a blast. It was a great show, and it uh, made me realize how much I love metal and how much joy that brings. There is nothing like going to a show expecting to see everyone decked out in pirate gear and instead seeing a giant rubber duck on stage.
0: It was good. All, all right, then.
1: Yeah. And then the, the the top media bit of the year for me so far is Arrival, which you really need to see. It's um, a really 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 solid sci-fi movie that does not have you know space battles and explosions and giant robots that have balls for some reason and uh <laughs> yeah, it's just a, it it felt like a 1970s era sci-fi short story that was adapted to the modern era um everything in it was like the the, the problems are solved through kind of ingenuity and not explosions. Um,
0: not like shoehorny plot moves?
1: Nope, not shoehorny plot moves. Um, the plot, every the, the beats in the story felt earned. Uh, it was... Yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed that movie. And I think <clears throat> the individual elements of the film really came together in a great way down to the score... Um, the use of CGI was really well done. Like, they kept the aliens at a far distance most of the time to great effect. So, you know, there's kind of that sense of distance and you didn't need to worry about uh, details so much as just making them seem otherworldly, which they did Ooh. really well. Real good. Yeah, so I'd recommend checking it out. And uh, next, is it next week? Is that when... Uh, yeah, so the 24th, so Saturday, I'm going to be going to see Moonlight, which has been getting, like, a very, very good press. So
0: yeah, I was looking at the tops for the year and all, like, the critically acclaimed movies, and I realized I hadn't seen a single one of them. So what do you want to
1: see off those lists?
0: Uh, I for sure want to see Moonlight. Uh, what else? What else? I don't know. I want to see Arrival. I mean, obviously, Star Wars is on the list. Um, What other ones? Quickly. Trying to pull up a list here to see what else I haven't seen.
1: Spoilers. It's been a lot of stuff.
0: Uh, Yeah, I mean, it really has. It's been a bad year for me catching movies. Yeah. Uh, That's what happens. Manchester by the Sea is another one that's gotten a lot of good reviews.
1: Yeah, I've heard that. I, I, yeah, I need to check that one out. I think that's Hell. playing at the Hollywood in town. Hell or high water. Oh, that was really good, dude. Okay, I think we talked about that uh, a few weeks ago, or a few episodes ago. But yeah, I enjoyed that a lot. That's like a really good uh, small scale western.
0: Yeah, kind of thing. But yeah, I mean, I've really only hit the like big releases, and even that's been kind of few and far between. So we shall yeah, see.
1: I mean, again, dude, I am. That is one of the things I like best about my neighborhood in Portland in general is I've got two movie theaters in walking distance, and then one that's like a ten-minute bus right away. That's shows like I'm gonna go see Training Places later tonight for five dollars.
0: Yeah, that's a good and deal. And
1: Moonlight on Saturday for six. Cool, man. Yeah, so... I really like that about this city, and everyone should support their local theaters if your city has them.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, oh and oh, Passengers. One passengers. other thing.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know what Passengers is. What is that?
0: I, I think that's kind of a good thing. It's the, uh... <laughs> No, no, no. It's one of those that the the blanker the slate that you have going into it, the more interesting it'll be. Okay. It's uh, Chris Pratt, Jennifer Lawrence, in Space.
1: Oh, yeah. I saw a preview for that, and it looked like garbage.
0: I don't know. I'm at least intrigued. I mean, I can't, right. it can't hurt to look at Jennifer Lawrence for two hours. Yeah, but I mean, there's and the be and, and Chris Pratt, you know. That yeah, being equal Equ- opportunity, yeah. Exactly. Equal yeah. opportunity podcast. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um... Yeah, one other thing and this is not by any means like new to 2016, but I just discovered it and since you brought up the podcast, uh The Flop House. I've heard of that. What's that it's about? It's fantastic. It's a uh podcast with three guys who watch a flop every week, I think, two weeks and just ruthlessly dissect it. And then go off on these tangents. And uh, two of them worked on The Daily Show for a while, so they're all, they're, all three of them are really funny guys. And uh, it's a blast. If you, if you like watching bad movies, like if you grew up with Mystery Science Theater 3000 and then started going off on your own little cinematic journey, it's uh it's a
0: blast. We're good. Yeah. So, seeing as how this is professional idiots and we're all about sadness here, what were the uh, the pop <laughs> culture items this year that, de- that didn't hit the mark for you? Uh, can I go first? Yes, that's yeah. why I asked. Yeah, uh,
1: this podcast, I feel like we have failed on every level. Y- yeah? I'm joking. <laughs> no, I'm very proud of this podcast. And you, Flynn. And you, listeners. Most of all, Kraft macaroni and cheese. But we'll talk about that later. Uh, in terms of disappointments, um,
0: I don't know what actually made it into the old episode, so who knows if that joke will actually land or if it will be just like the <laughs> two of us snickering at it. or <laughs> Just
1: laughing about Kraft Macaroni and Cheese and everyone going, what the hell are they talking about? That might be, uh, that might happen. I don't know. Uh, so the things that disappointed me this, this year, uh, the last two episodes of Westworld, but we talked about that, last episode and there, there there was a rift that formed that I don't think has been patched yet so I won't go into that that much um, yeah it's better that way <laughs> uh, I don't know aside from that um, yeah not much I think i am as I've gotten older i've been I've gotten a lot better at uh saying no to things that I don't want to do and yeah. uh, I I so I didn't go see Batman versus Superman because I knew that was going to be bad. Um I did see Suicide Squad, but I was not expecting to enjoy that and I did not enjoy that. Um Oh yeah, there we go. X-Men Apocalypse. That was pretty bad. That was aw- man, that was bad. It wasn't it wasn't Suicide Squad level bad, but it was bad. Like I had to yeah. I got up at one And just walked around the theater for a bit. And just cause? Yeah, just cause. I got out and went up to the thing and got some popcorn, and the guy said, is this movie that bad? And I go, yeah, yeah, it is. And he goes, well, why'd you see it? I said, because you guys have air conditioning, and I don't. Yeah, well, and fair said, enough. Okay. Uh, so that was, that was pretty, yeah, not so good. Yeah? Um, I think there were a couple of books that I start, started reading and just couldn't get into, but I don't remember what they are. Yeah,
0: oh, how about you? Milet? My my list is pretty much I'm I'm sad with myself. I'm disappointed <laughs> in myself. Yay. Continue. Uh, um, so I I finally kicked the Walking Dead habit uh, as I previously teased out there earlier. Uh we watched the season opener and that was it. I was just I was done. I was finally able to say, you know what? I, I don't need to spend any more time on this show. And, and so I want to preempt watch. that with any of the bullshit of it's too graphic or Negan or any other crap. It's just that it is a poorly written television show. And it has been poorly written for a very long time. Yes, but has. for some dumb reason, I stuck around and watched And now I am a better person for kicking that black tar heroin of a show that used to waste 45 minutes of my life every Sunday evening. I
1: don't think that's a fair comparison because people doing black tar heroin enjoy it. (laughs) And I don't believe that you have enjoyed any moment that you have spent with The Walking Dead.
0: I mean, is it like bath salts then? Is that what this (laughs) is all?
1: Yeah, I would say Crocodile.
0: All right, Let's go
1: with Crocodile. I think that is uh... (laughs) – that's that is what the equivalent is
0: well good i've kicked the show i'm done i'm no longer watching that or fear the walking dead or any dead
1: oh is that still on
0: i i mean they're in a break it's usually like their summer fix so okay you'll you'll probably get it again in like april or may
1: yeah why did they start doing that
0: uh money duh
1: Does it – it can't make them that much more money though if they
0: It can't cost them anything.
1: No, but I just don't understand it. Like it's a weird choice.
0: I mean it had a great premise. Like I was actually interested in the show, but then everybody turned out to be fucking idiots.
1: (laughs) See, what if the lesson of the show is – I mean we're doomed? Yeah, okay. I'm down. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. on. Is – the well, maybe not lesson, but like the underlying suggestion of the show is all of the really smart people just killed themselves.
0: <laughs> they and, realized
1: <laughs> how bad it was. Yeah, and then what you're left with are these dregs, yeah, of people who who just lose the ability to speak at random times and just
0: go. Yeah. Although, all right, so the I will say the the silver lining of The Walking Dead is the. Rick and Coral memes <laughs> yes, of those, the dad jokes are, because those yeah. those just they warm my heart. <laughs> <laughs> they are so bad, but they are yeah. just I will I will take those all day. Yeah. <laughs> so the the second item on my list was Sausage Party.
1: I still don't know why the fuck you went to that movie, man.
0: Like you spent, I just I you, wanted to just laugh. I just wanted to laugh at stupid. Time. Dick and shit jokes, and just laugh. And it really, it didn't even clear that bar.
1: Yeah, dude, you fucking idiot. Of course it didn't. Like, here you are, talking about how little time you actually make to go to the movies, and then you go see Sausage Party. You deserve it. You did this to yourself.
0: I know. That's why I said it's a list of me being disappointed in my choices.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it says, Flynn made dumb decision, and now Flynn has regret. <laughs>
0: Yes. Well, the the first step to fixing a problem is admitting you have a problem, Aaron.
1: <laughs> yes, I suppose so.
0: And then the last one on my list here is I really need to read more and I want to see more live music. Yeah. The reading thing seems to be just more of a function of time that by the end of the day when I do have free time, I can't support my arms to hold a book I'm just tired and I want to watch stupid TV and then go to bed early because I'm old. And live music is expensive or can be if you want to go see bands that you're familiar with and yeah.
1: And you know, it's a shame because Chicago's got a great live music scene.
0: Yeah, we do. We yeah. have an incredible music scene, but it's just, it's hard. And then I also again, I, I repeat that I'm old and boring now, yeah. so trying to go to, like, an 11 o'clock show seems daunting, yeah, to say the least. least. Yeah,
1: well, 11 o'clock is late. I think 7 o'clock is late, and I'm going to rec going to this movie, but it's it's fun. I haven't seen this movie in a long time, so... Yeah, well,
0: yeah. once your alarm goes off tomorrow morning, you'll realize if you made a good or a bad choice.
1: <laughs> yeah, and again, hopefully uh, it will be a slow day at work. We'll see. But as yeah. we're reading, I think that's one of the good things about having uh, commuting time on a train or a bus. Yeah, is I don't have to drive and I can just read.
0: That, that is one of the good things, though, about my job in, in driving about to my customers is I've picked up a lot of podcasts and I've yeah. tried to fill my podcast stream with educational, informative podcasts, so I don't feel like I'm a total dilt and out of the loop. Yeah. So there's always that. Small victories. Got to take them when you can. Synergy. So so what else you got, Aaron? Anything else? Anything you're looking forward to in 2017? Um,
1: you know, I actually... I'm kind of surprised at myself. I saw a preview for Wonder Woman and thought it looked kind of decent.
0: I feel but, compelled to go see that movie for more political reasons than anything else.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's a woman directing it, I think, and it's not Zack Snyder.
0: And it's a woman-featured superhero.
1: Yeah. And, uh no, nah, I, I think it, it looks kind of cool because it's set in World War One, which you don't really get that often. Nah, it's a forgotten World War. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, there's so many of them, and, you know, sometimes they just flip through the cracks.
0: Well, I mean, yeah. Hitler's just the easy layup of a choice, so. Yeah,
1: well, Hitler's like Blofeld. He's just the perfect villain.
0: Yeah. And soon that will be Putin. Yep. Uh, so, uh,
1: I don't know. Other than that, not, not much. I'm pretty happy with the choices I made this year.
0: I'm, I'm nervously excited for, uh, The Dark Tower. Only because oh, yeah. I love that book so, so much that I really hope that it, really just clear a low bar. Like, just don't totally suck. Please. Yeah. Please don't totally suck. Yeah. That's, that's um, all I'm asking for.
1: We'll see. I don't know any details about it. When's it supposed to come out?
0: Uh twenty seventeen question mark. <laughs> <laughs>
1: ah, okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh Idris is the lead. He is Roland. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey is the man in black.
1: Yeah. Right. So I that. mean
0: you you've got you've got two strong actors in the lead roles. So like I said, I'm I'm cautious and nervously excited for that movie. But
1: Oh, this is interesting.
0: Not to our listeners, it's not, sorry.
1: No, sorry, I'm, li- I'm reading the synopsis of uh, The Dark Tower. So, uh, Jake, who is still reeling over the death of his hero dad, a first responder on 9-11 who succumbed to toxic exposure, has a series of terrifying and apocalyptic visions that have made him doubt his own sanity. But when Jake narrowly avoids being abducted, abducted by terrifying creatures in human form... He escapes into another world. In this strange new reality, Jake teams with a weary and disillusioned hero, Roland Deschain, a knight-like warrior bent solely on avenging himself against his age-old nemesis. So it no. sounds like, yeah, yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Ow. Oh. <laughs> and it's got kind of a low budget, so we'll see. Oh, come on. Man, that's it's it's it. a Stephen King uh, novel being turned into a book. They're never, they don't work.
0: Oh, so we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. All right, well, that's all I got for this week, Aaron. Anything else? Ah, uh, no. Okay. Well, folks, if you have a topic you want to hear us argue in circles about or you want to be a guest on the show, you can email us at the number 2 professional idiots at gmail.com or check out the blog at professionalidiotsblog.wordpress.com. Until next time, this has been Professional Idiots. Thanks for listening.
1: Help us, Brad! <laughs> <laughs> you see what happens? Oh, you bastard!